The Chosen Families Project, where everybody is welcome. Hey guys, welcome to the next episode of The Chosen Families Project. My name is Julian Rabello, and today's episode is called The Seaward Boys, Walter and Albert Anderson's Story. So I found this photograph from a batch of photographs from one of my local antique stores recently. It had a price tag of two bucks on it and it had some identification. So I was like, you know what, let me go give it a shot. And I'd seen the photograph before, but on this weekend's trip, I decided to see if I could find their relatives. So on the front of the photograph, it has two boys sitting next to one another. One of the boys is in like a suit jacket with a collar shirt and a bow tie. The other boy is in a heavier white outfit and he's adorned with this like frilly lace on the neckline and on the sleeves and all that type of stuff. So it makes me think it was some religious related ceremony just because of its appearance, but I'm not too certain on that. But it makes me think just based on how formal the outfits were. So the names are written on the back, so there's no really identifying information on the front. But if a photographer is listed and his location for the studio is listed as well, which is great. And the surname was given from Seward, Nebraska. So I decided to take a look to see if I can find some more stuff in terms of the photographer to try to get more of a time period to see where he was and all that type of stuff. So I found a book called The History of Seward County, Nebraska and Reminiscences of Territorial History by William Wallace Cox. And the photographer's full name is W.D. Givens. And it describes him um, from this book It reads, the oldest photographer in the county, he was born February 6th, 1856, and he came to Lincoln, Nebraska in 1875 and commenced the picture business in 1878 and opened his gallery in Seward in 1880 and has continued the business through sunshine and storm from that time to to the present. He has the largest and best equipped gallery in the county. Mr. Givens is certainly a success as a photographer. Their publications about him later on from 1918 as well so what i dated the photograph to be was from around 1880 to around the 1920s which is when he had his business in the seaward area and i also was able to whenever i do photograph research especially if it's from a set photographer or a photography studio i try to see if i can locate other photographs from the time period because this also lets me see if it was was a similar style of photo that was being taken or things like that and I did find another photograph that was similar and he did also photograph children and did like children group portraits so this makes sense for W.D. Givens as a photographer so on the back of the photograph it lists the names Walter and Albert Anderson and it's in a thin pencil handwriting so it's kind of hard to see but that's probably why I kind of overlooked it at first But I was like, you know what, let's do it because I think I want to give these boys a shot being returned to their loved ones. And I think one of the hardest parts of this whole project as a whole is making sure to confirm their identities. Because oftentimes, especially in these areas, I'm finding individuals with similar surnames. And Anderson's a pretty common name. However, I did think there was a chance because there was two boys and they seemed to be siblings. And actually... I mean, and I'll get into this later, one of the boys is actually has a 10 year age difference and you can actually see that in the photograph. And I was able to find that. So when I, what I do when I searched on Ancestry, I decided to just 
you just use the basic information that you have when kind of doing this type of research. And so that's what I went along and with and did. So I plugged in the names Walter and Albert uh, living with one another. And then I was able to find a strong candidate. So also because I also plugged in not only the brothers' names, but the fact that they lived in Seaward. But I had no idea who his parents were, if they had other siblings, if they died right after this photograph. I had really nothing. There was no dates on the photograph itself. I actually, I mean, at first I was actually finding some overlaps, especially since I found a couple Walter and Albert Andersons living in Seaward, Nebraska, but I wasn't sure which one was which. So I found a really good candidate, and I found that two brothers by the names of Walter and Albert were living on the 1900 census at 419 10th Street in Seaward to parents Calvin and Sarah Anderson. And then I was also looking at the ages, and they were about 10 years apart. So that pretty much matched. And I also saw some other family records. when I So when I do this process as well, Oftentimes what I do is I look to see what family trees are attached to that because that helps me in a couple different ways. I find out what relatives I can contact or possibly contact to get me to a closer relative, but I also get to see if they have photos attached, family lineage, if they had other siblings, other photos, things like that. And so I was able, and from just my background, I was pretty much, I was pretty certain this family group is them and you know to a degree of certainty and that's the I guess the hardest part with genealogy is sometimes you don't know sometimes you do know or sometimes you have conflicting accounts but luckily there was a heavy amount of records and further newspaper and other evidence backed that up in terms of this being their family and I also did find some other photographs of the two boys and even though as adults and they seemed pretty similar so the only thing was I was trying to figure out which boy was which in the photograph and then after doing some digging based on what information I found the older boy in the suit his name was Walter and the younger boy in the other outfit was Albert and so here is their story So in this case, I'm actually going to tell the parents' story first because I feel like giving background to the parents is somewhat important because it allows me to also go into their story and kind of their upbringing, especially in Nebraska. And something else to note, I also not only use Ancestry, but I use FamilySearch and, term- and other plenty of other tools for my database because sometimes on FamilySearch, they'll actually have a family tree also built there with more records that I've found, like more record images, which I was able to use. So I linked the family search tree that I found online in the blog article as well. So Walter Vernon Anderson and Albert Stephen Anderson, so that's the boys' full names, were the children of Calvin Anderson and Sarah Ellen Ford Anderson. So a little background on Calvin. Calvin Anderson was born January 3rd, 1854 in Bedford County, Pennsylvania. He moved from Pennsylvania to Seward, Nebraska when he was 13, working on a farm with his father, and he was a resident there until he passed away. 
So for Sarah, she was born on August 1st, 1860 in Crystal Lake, Illinois, and they got married on August 1st, 1882. They lived in Seward at the time together in 1885, according to the census. So then two years go by and on the 29th of October, 1887, they had their first child, Walter, in Seward. Then some years go by and they had Albert on November 16th. 1897, also in Seward. So according to census records, Calvin performed different odd jobs and things. I've So on the 1900 census, he was listed as a painter. And on 1910, he was listed as a plasterer. And him and Sarah would live in Seward until they passed away. Calvin passed on May 9th, 1947. And Sarah passed on December 6th, 1954. So Interestingly, there's a heavy amount of like newspaper articles and stuff that I found on Calvin, and it seems he was the son of pioneer parents during the time of Western migration. And, you know, keeping in mind historical background is pretty important, especially during the 1800s when moving West and conquering the West was kind of a big deal. And because it, you know, that whole idea of finding land out there, especially because he was born in Pennsylvania and then moved there, it was that idea, you know, of going forward and trying to see what, what they could do for their families. So his obituary gives really nice detailed accounts of his upbringing and on his life in Seaward and kind of why Walter and Albert, you know, were raised there in the first place. So I found two separate obituaries and both are pretty detailed. So I'm going to read both out to you because I feel like understanding, you know, someone who is kind of like, a pioneer especially during this time is just like it's almost like looking at a key figure point in American history when this western migration was such a huge deal and affected so many people's lives so and it's an important thing to see in genealogy so Calvin Anderson son of James and Jane Anderson was born in Bedford County Pennsylvania on January 3rd 1854 and passed away at his home in Seaboard, Nebraska at 6.30 a.m. on Friday, May 9, 1947, at the age of 93 years old, four months and six days. Coming to Seaboard with his parents early in the spring of 1867 to the home built by his father in 1866, he spent his early boyhood helping with the work on his father's homestead. One might truly say that the life of Calvin Anderson is the history of Seaboard County, for he saw the trails gradually become dirt roads, change the graveled roads, and finally the paved roads of today. He saw our prairies become fertile fields of grain. He helped to build the first railroad coming into Seaward. In the 80 years of his life here, he saw the building of Seaward from the first small settlements to the Seaward of today. He saw many changes from the days of the oxen and covered wagons, the Indian, the buffalo, and the antelope to the day of the automobile, the airplane, and the mighty item bomb. Taking up the painting and decorating trade, he was a worthy and useful citizen of the community, with many of the cabinets and other articles made by his hands being in use in the various houses and homes in Seward today. Calvin Anderson and Sarah E. Ford were married on August 1, 1882, and celebrated their golden wedding anniversary 15 years ago, with this year, 1947, making 65 years of happily wedded life for the couple. To this union were born two sons, Walter V. Anderson, who is a city mail carrier in Seward, and Albert A. Anderson of Omaha, Nebraska. 
Mr. Anderson was a lifelong faithful member of the United Brethren Church and a member of the AOUW Lodge. Left to mourn his losses are his widow, Sarah, two sons, six granddaughters, two great-grandsons, four great-granddaughters, one and one brother, Scott Anderson of Seattle, Washington, and a host of other relatives and friends. His funeral services will be conducted Saturday, Saturday May 10th at the Evangelical United Brethren Church with the Reverend C.L. Cody officiating. Pallbearers were John Haffer, Tommy Anderson, Henry Sampson, Joe Dixon, Billy Dowding, and Charles McGrew. And so the second obituary actually gives also a reflection on more him and his father. Similar, It's a similar obituary. It talks about very similar of his vital details, but it also gives more of a kind of how James Anderson was also a pioneer. So Calvin Anderson, a resident of this community for the past 80 years and whose family was one of the very first settlers in the locality, died at his home in Seward Friday morning at the age of 93 years old, four months and six days. He was born in Bradford County, Pennsylvania, January 3, 1854, and came with his parents, the late Mr. and Mrs. James Anderson, and family to Seward County in the spring of 1867, settling just west of where Seward now stands. Mr. and Davis Mr. and Mrs. David Figured, the parents of Silas Figured, came at the same time, the two families making the trip together. James Anderson and David Figured had made the trip to Seward County from Pennsylvania the fall before and selected the site for their home in the west. At the time, there were just four homesteads occupied in the F precinct, the holders being Reverend E.W. Johnson, Thomas Skillman, George and Russell Rogers, and their mother and Charles Truman. Those having claims within a radius of two miles of the Blue River were Lewis and J.H. Anderson, J.A. Brown, William Imlay, John Roberts, Joseph Sampson, and E.B. Schaefer. Nebraska City was the nearest marketplace, 80 miles distant. The elder Anderson donated to the community the ground for the Anderson Cemetery on the highway just west of Seward, and the son helped his father dig the first grave for a pioneer, Abraham Williams, whose little gravestone still stands today. Kel Anderson was an authority on early Seward County history, and in his active days, he frequently contributed interesting historical articles to the local papers. My Pioneer Days in Nebraska is one written for early days in Seward County, the little book compiled and published by The Independent in 1937, wherein he recounted the trials and tribulations as well as the happy days of the pioneer era. Surviving are his wife, Sarah Anderson, and two sons, Walter of Seward and Albert of Omaha. There are six great, six grandchildren and six great-grandchildren. So just to reflect on what I just read for both of the obituaries, you can see how pivotal this pioneering era was, especially in these rural communities. And Cal, Calvin Anderson, his parents was a figurehead in the community for developing Seward into what it, where it is today. And that is really crazy. You know, growing up, I'm also part of my town's historical society. So understanding, you know, those types of pioneers is kind of crazy. And especially he was also, it was cool, that little detail of him being basically a key historical figurehead. And one of those people that we look to in our communities in order to get information, which is very similar today where we rely on the older relatives and older generations of people who've often lived in the same towns for years and years to tell the history of certain things for both the good, the bad, and the ugly.
And just a little bit on seawords. Seawords still exists today, and it has a population of just a little over 7,000. So both Sarah and Calvin are buried in Seaward Cemetery in Seaward, Nebraska. It's just really crazy, too, how you see how basically these figureheads of the community, you know, they exist in these communities for a while. And it's kind of just crazy to see how important that he was in the community for. So now I'm going to get into the brothers themselves. Walter Anderson, and his full name is Walter Vernon Anderson, was born and raised in Seward County, in Seward, Nebraska. He married Eva Beatrice Figured, April 12, 1908, in Seward, Nebraska. And remember what's interesting, which is why I read the one obituary previously, Eva Beatrice Figured, I believe, is one of the children and or uh, descendants of David Figured. So it's just something interesting to note that basically they were kind of marrying into these names that were common in the area at the time. And another interesting detail is that Eva had actually just turned 18, and I checked the marriage record. She was listed as 18, getting married on her birthday. So Walter early on, according to some census workers, worked as a painter, but as I read in the obituary previously, he became the town's postal carrier for most of his lifetime. And with Eva, Walter had five daughters, Fern, born 1908, Lila, born 1911, Beatrice, born 1919, Glenna, born 1922, and Phyllis, born 1927. And Eva would pass away suddenly at the age of 47, and I was actually able to find her obituary in the Nebraska State Journal, because when a relative, especially, you know, you know, someone who's a figurehead in the family passes away, and leaves all these children. It's, I mean, it's just a devastating. Young deaths are really devastating in general. And the article reads, Miss Eva Anderson dies. Seaward resident was born on Old Homestead. Miss Eva Anderson, 47, native of Seaward County, died at her home here at 2 p.m. Thursday following a long illness. She was born in the homestead taken by her parents in 1867. They were Mr. and Mrs. J.W. Figured which, as just a side note to mention before, was likely a descendant or relative of David Figured. In 1907, she married Walter Anderson, who survives in addition to five daughters, Miss Ferd Hagemoser, who lives in Seaward, Miss Lila Cavender in York, Mrs. Joyce, Glenna, and Phyllis, who are all still at home, and five grandchildren. There are several brothers and sisters who who among is Miss Ivan McLean of Lincoln, Nebraska. Funeral services will be held at United Brethren Church at 2.30 p.m. Sunday. Burial will be at Seaward Cemetery. So Eva died on March 5th, 1936. And on December 5th, 1936, Walter re- remarried Leona Pussell in David City, Nebraska. And they had a child together named Nancy. And in 1940, he lived with his daughters and Nancy's stepchildren from her previous marriage. And I believe her surname was Price from the previous marriage. He would live with his family in Seward until his passing on the 23rd of May, 1957, at the age of 69. He is buried in Seward Cemetery alongside his parents. And I was actually able to locate his obituary in the Lincoln Star paper from Lincoln, Nebraska. 
It reads, Walter Anderson, retired mailman at Seaward, dies. Funeral services for Walter V. Anderson, 69, retired mail carrier, will be held at 2 p.m. Monday at the Evangelical United Brethren Church. He began working for the post office in 1918 and retired just last year. He is survived by his, by his wife, Leona, seven daughters, Ms. Paul Hagemons, Hagemons Moser of Seaward, Ms. Morris Cavender of York, Ms. James Pence of the Netherlands, Ms. Wayne Gillen of Germany, Ms. Archie Vapp of Billings, Montana, Ms. Nancy Mazer of Lincoln, and Ms. Dana of Seaward, and one brother, Albert of Omaha. So to go on to Albert, his brother Albert was born in Seaward on November 16, 1897. He enlisted in the Navy during World War I on July 9, 1917, serving as an aviation support equipment technician. He was discharged March March 14, 1919. He married Nellie A. Plummer, August 23, 1928, living in Omaha, Nebraska, and Detroit, Michigan, raising Nellie's children from her previous marriage. Nellie unfortunately lost her first husband and one of her children to the Spanish influenza, influenza pandemic, which I didn't really know about, but I remember briefly being mentioned during the COVID-19 pandemic and kind of its similarities to the quarantining and the masking and things of that nature. So her, her first husband's name was James Jamie R. Saunders and son James R. Saunders, who was only f four years old at the time. Um, both died in October of 1918 in no Omaha. And I was actually, there's an article that was linked on the Find a Grave from Fremont, Nebraska from Friday, October 11th, 1918. It says, father and son die from Spanish flu, Omaha, October 11th. Two deaths from Spanish influenza in one family in 48 hours occurred in the home of James R. Saunders, senior of 2022 Ohio Street, who died Thursday morning following an attack of the disease three days ago. His son, James R. Jr., died Tuesday morning and funeral services were held Wednesday. Ms. Saunders, widow of James R. Jr., is fine to her bed with the same disease and her two little girls who have been seriously ill are reported to be improving so she not only almost lost her own life but she almost lost her whole entire families i mean she lost her husbands and one of her children and i couldn't imagine how hard it was for her to have to go through that especially you know at the time when you know, I mean, the Great Depression would be for another 12 years, but still, you know, as a single mom losing one of your children and your husband, who is likely the breadwinner, I couldn't imagine how tough this was. And the other children lived with Albert. And like I said, I couldn't imagine how traumatic it was to lose all those loved ones so close during the time. I mean, you know, during the past pandemic, we've seen this happen where members of the same family, especially when it was really bad just lost their lives so it was crazy and a statistic i found is that the 1918 spanish influenza pandemic took around 25 to 50 million lives but some estimates range from 17 to even up to 100 million people died from it unfortunately but to continue with albert he would work for western electric for a large part of his life i saw that in his 1930 census and from his 1942 draft card from detroit and he would pass away on March 18, 1977. He's buried in Forest Lawn Memorial Park in Omaha, Nebraska. And Nellie would pass away 
not uh, too long after in August of 1977. And from what I saw, they didn't have any biological children with one another. And I'm sure probably, you know, after she lost all of her, she lost one of her children during the pandemic, it was probably something kind of, I, I mean, I don't know the extent of that relationship, but, you know, I, I'm so glad Albert came into her life when she probably needed it most. You know, I hope to, I haven't found any relatives yet. I just started going around and contacting, you know, on all the platforms, but I was able to upload their picture on Find a Grave, Family Search, and as Ancestry, and I linked the project as well to it. So I was so hopefully someone will reach out soon because there is a lot of family trees out there, and I actually built one just to start on Ancestry as well, just to kind of get a gauge for the family and just their records in general. So just to round off, I find it so interesting that these children were the the children of Western pioneers you know, who started when towns didn't even exist yet and who came to the West to, you know, make it better for their families. And, you know, it's kind of crazy that even though they went out West, their photo somehow ended up here, back on the East Coast. So I am so grateful to be able to tell their stories again, especially over 100 years, over even more than 100 years after this photo was taken in Seaward. I'm glad to retell the stories of these two boys who eventually grew up to have families and lives of their own. So if you are related to Walter or Albert or any of his family members, please reach out to me at thechosenfamiliesproject at gmail.com. And like I mentioned before, I have a public tree up and I also link the family search tree as well on the blog post. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Chosen Families Project. You can contact me at thechosenfamiliesproject at gmail.com and find me on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you listen. Remember that you are loved and you are always welcome here. Take care.